True Fasting by Daphne Close, read by Linda Steppenbacher. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for this time that we have to pause and to be still and to wait and to read from your word, to hear from you, Lord. We ask that you would open the eyes of our hearts, that we would have understanding about what true fasting means, what it is, and how we can do it this season of Lent. I pray that you would speak to each one who's listening what they should fast this season, Lord. And um, I just pray that you would bring about the blessings of fasting to our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 58, 1-14 Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the house of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for a man to humble himself. Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying on sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter? When you see the naked, to clothe him, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call, and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help, and He will say, Here am I. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land, and you will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. If you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holy day, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please or speaking idle words— Then you will find your joy in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob. The mouth of the Lord has spoken. Before we celebrate Christ's resurrection, the Lord wants us to remember Jesus' sacrifice. Lent is the season of penitence, fasting, and remembrance during the 40 days leading up to Easter. Unless you grew up in a home where Lent was observed, you might not even know how to start. Even if you do celebrate Lent, you can easily be distracted by the busyness of life. During the Christmas season, many countries make it easy to remember what we're looking forward to. Even if Christ isn't mentioned, we know the real reason. 
Other than some egg hunts and and photos, Easter does not lend itself to decorations, music, and other lifestyle reminders quite so readily. Therefore, it is all the more important for believers to make opportunities to focus on Christ, whether you celebrate Lent or not. If you don't practice Lent, but would like to prepare your heart for Easter, pray and ask God to show you how to make Easter more meaningful for you and your family. Ask God to help you make your Bible study a daily priority instead of getting so busy that you forget or run out of time. Include the reading of one of the Gospels to help you to focus more on Christ's life and death on this earth. If you do decide to give up something for Lent, remember that you are making a conscious choice to draw closer to God. From this perspective, Lent is a form of fasting. We give up something for a specific period of time in order to prepare our hearts for the Easter season. But how often do we reduce Lent to an act of obedience without any hope of transformation? Let's say you decide to give up chocolate for Lent. However, you end up eating three desserts every day. You gave up chocolate, but you filled yourself with other sweets. Not only that, but it was also in excess. God wants our hearts to be on Him, not on chocolate or any other thing we love. Friends, don't get down on yourselves if you struggle during Lent. Let this holy season be a reminder that you can do all things through Christ who who strengthens you. Philippians 4.13 Sustain yourself with Scripture because man does not live by bread alone, but by the Word of God. Matthew 4.4 I remember there was one semester in college when I decided to fast one dinner a week to pray. I didn't always do well. However, there was one time when I asked a friend to fast that dinner with me. She said yes. Years later, I still remember that as being one of the best times of prayer I've ever experienced. That one evening alone made the fast worth it. The main thing for all of us to remember during this season is to draw our hearts closer to Jesus. Friends, if the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 12, 9b, that he would boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me, then surely we can use Lent to remind ourselves that we need Jesus. As we finish today's study, let's dig into Isaiah 58. Before we do, consider the context. The Lord had called Isaiah to preach to the people of Judah about their unfaithfulness. As you read, answer questions below in your journal. So verse 1 says, Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the house of Jacob their sins. What have the Lord's people done? The answer is that they have rebelled. They have sinned. Question number two, read verse three. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? The Lord's people defend themselves, questioning why God has not seen them or noticed them. What actions do they state they do? The answer is that they have fasted and humbled themselves. Read verse 4. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. 
You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Does their obedience lead to godly behavior? The answer is no. They quarrel and fight. Read verse 6. Where does the Lord expect their fasting to lead? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. Answer. You are to loose the chains of injustice, untie the cords of the yoke, set the oppressed free, and break every yoke. Question number five, read verse eight. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. What is the blessing of this verse? How will you be changed? Verse eight is the answer. So read it out loud. I'm going to read it out loud again. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Questions to ponder. One, are there any acts of service, ministries, or Christian traditions that you follow, but your heart isn't in it? Take time to ask God how your life can be lived wholeheartedly for Jesus. Question number two. If you don't practice Lent, that's okay too. Simply ask God to show you how He wants you to prepare your heart this Easter. Question number three. Which part of Isaiah 58, 8 excites you the most? Tell Jesus that you can't wait to see how he transforms you. I'm going to read that one more time. Then your light will break forth like the dawn and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you and the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Faith-filled ideas. Would you like to get your heart ready for Resurrection Sunday? Try reading the whole Gospel of John. There are 21 chapters and over a month left until Easter. That's less than one chapter a day. Pray for God to teach you something about the love and sacrifice of Jesus. Use your phone or another method to schedule an extra daily time to spend with God, in addition to your regular time with Him. Make it a specific amount of time. If you work outside the home, consider using your lunch break. It could be waking up earlier or after the children go to bed. If you have trouble praying alone, ask a friend to pray with you. Let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for your word, God. And we just thank you um, for the example that you have given us um, when you spoke to the Israelites about true fasting. And Lord, we just ask that um, our hearts would receive this truth today, that we would apply it in our lives, God. And we thank you so much for your promises that you give us um, when we have truly fasted the way that you ask of us, God, for the blessings that come upon our lives. So I ask that you would help each one of my sisters 
listening to this podcast today, God, that you would speak into their hearts, that you would support us and teach us things during this Lent season, God of fasting. And in your name we pray. Amen.